This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 77 of Beers in the Lot. This week, we got into a myriad of topics, including skating on the creek and how a couple of our local beer league friends made the paper. John and Danny talked about how they had a shootout in their Sunday night game with five hat tricks in the game. And we talked about the Olympics, the men's, women's, a coaching injury, and a bunch of other stuff as well. All right, let's get to it. Mine's just a twist off. I'll deal with it in a few seconds. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, Aaron? From our friends at Flying Dog, I have a Chesapeake wheat, American oh. wheat. You'll like that. Yeah, you're going to like that. I know I'm going to like it. I bought this a few days ago. I had to save one because they're so good. Yes. I love yeah. these. They're, <laughs> they're delicious. Daniel, what you got? So tonight I have a Brewdog Hellcat. It's a, a beer. I don't. I haven't really read much into it's, it, but it's, it's got. It's an alcoholic beverage, I think. It's got Iron Maiden on it. Iron yeah, Maiden. it does. Yeah. So yeah. I, there's got to be a story That's behind good. it. I just noticed that. So yeah, I'll that. It's a uh, IPA, American IPA. What's oh, an IPA lager? Wait, what? IPL. Yeah. Is it an IPL? IPL, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Aaron would probably like it, right? <laughs> Maybe. Might be too much. Hops. Yeah. Hops. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got tonight, Riggs? Uh, I have from my uh, hometown of Gaithersburg, Maryland, Elder Pines Southern Hemisphere Haze. Hazy IPA made with two varieties of hops that are only found in Australia and New Zealand. So, oh, yeah, it is excellent. I too had to save one because <laughs> I only bought two of them and I had one uh, over the weekend. I had to make sure that I had one for the pod because it is excellent. And I believe that Johnny has <laughs> well, iced himself. I got iced. <laughs> While Daniel has a beer, I don't know if the same could be said about John. I got iced. <laughs> somehow I got this uh, smearing off ice raspberry in my hand. I don't know how. Like I, I came upstairs and it was like, oh God, somebody iced me. I don't know who. It's very weird. <laughs> chain of events that occurred. I don't know. Well, that happened, so give me a second. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Well, you have to be on one <laughs> knee, sir. That doesn't count. You have to be on one knee. I'm in a chair, so. <laughs> Close enough. Goodbye, Ice. Actually, I'll be honest. Like, the raspberry is actually more enjoyable. Do the raspberries taste like raspberries? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'd do that to myself again. I mean, somebody, I would let somebody do that to me again, yeah. 
It's good. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said the other week he wished somebody iced him. He's all upset. Nobody this iced him. Yeah. This is so. <laughs> yeah. John with a semi rare <laughs> self ice. <laughs> I, is that called frostbite? Like, how do you, how do we want to, like, how do you, you self ice yourself? <laughs> like frostbite or something? Uh, we got to coin that somehow. Well, figure it out. What's new? Anything exciting? Interesting picture on the front page of our local paper today, wasn't it? Of the, the Frederick News Post. Yeah. Yes. So. I just ran home from a beer league game with the team that I play for that's outside of Old Fat Ball Guys, uh, the Attaboy Beer Team, which is affiliated with the brewery Attaboy Beer, believe it or not. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Weird. And some of those folks, some of my teammates, I couldn't uh, join them because uh, I had to coach a game uh, yesterday morning. So we record on Monday, so Sunday morning. Uh, And they took it upon themselves since most of the local shallow bodies of water in the region are frozen enough to support the weight of many skaters on them. They skated the famous Carroll Creek Uh, in in downtown (laughs) Frederick, Maryland and made the front page of the local newspaper, the Frederick news post. (laughs) So you can see, you can see the attaboy, uh, sweaters prominently (laughs) displayed, (laughs) uh, skating on Carroll Creek in downtown Frederick, Maryland. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, super cool. (laughs) Skating on a pond is one thing, but skating on like probably the most known uh you know water in the in the, the city of frederick that's that's pretty cool the most known flood control feature yeah. of, yeah. of municipality yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you think about it a, a month ago that had a lot of the local businesses flying dog does one and a few others they do these kind of boats, you know, and yeah, they're like the many nighttime. boats, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't weave it yeah, out summer, of them. <laughs> summer's still there. Yeah. No, they're all still there. They, yeah. they go, they go until, uh, March ish. It depends on the yeah. weather and stuff like so, that. Yeah. Yeah. In December, that was, you know, I wouldn't say clear water cause it's never clear. You can't ever see the bottom, but we know it's shallow, <laughs> but yeah, you get the point. Um, like, you know, they have those lighted boats on there. It's always cool to see. Flying Dog always has a good one. Um, yeah, a month ago, a, a bunch of us, because we were out downtown for our annual Christmas shenanigans, kind of walked down there. Some remember the walk, others don't, whatever. Um, <laughs> That's beside the point. Yeah, but then funny how a month <laughs> later, some guys are skating on it. Like, kind of cool to see. Well, they skated like, in and out. pretty yeah. far down, too, didn't they? How far did they actually go down? So the guys that I talked to tonight that were there said that they went, they started at Attaboy. So the creek runs sort of east to west or west to east. I'm not sure which way the water flows, um, but whatever. Uh, So they started at Attaboy, which is on the eastern part of town and went all the way down to Market Street which is 
basically the main street of mm-hmm. of Frederick, right? Um, and they some of them said that they actually sent pucks that far, and I don't know <laughs> how that's possible because uh, there 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 are actually some uh, featured artworks like iron art i don't know what you call that but um in the middle of the creek um and then also the boats are in there uh (laughs) and uh, i'm not sure that the boat people would be uh thrilled to hear that that pucks were around there but uh that was the joke anyway (laughs) (laughs) maybe the uh maybe the walls of the creek are are uh I don't. I haven't ever paid attention. Maybe they're smooth enough. You could just like ring a shot around the boards uh, maybe, <laughs> down the creek. Yeah, maybe that was. Yeah, maybe that was the deal. Um, it's kind of like Mystery Alaska, like skating the yes, river. Is yes, skate the creek? Yeah, skate a, the creek. Yes, exactly. <laughs> makes that's me awesome, makes yeah. me think of that uh, that Christmas song that's kind of depressing. The Wish I Had a River Christmas song or whatever. I don't know who sings it. Sarah McLachlan. Not it's familiar. it's from a co- what yeah, are you right, doing listening to that? <laughs> yeah. I've heard like it, but I don't know. Is this know. like the oranges thing? <laughs> <laughs> this is I don't know. Okay. Somebody somebody recognizes it, I bet. But it's a common <laughs> phrase in in Canada too, I believe. Is that I wish I had a river to skate away on or whatever, and that's I I don't know. That's pretty cool. That it's sounds like, like a yeah. It sounds like something Ron McLean would say you know, <laughs> yeah. on Hockey Night in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> How does the Arkansan know about this stuff? I, I This is a thing. I'm telling uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Listener all, will back me up. I guarantee it. You watch. All the holiday <laughs> tunes that I listened to were sung by Dean Martin and uh, Bing Crosby and <laughs> Frank and Sinatra. And Arthur Pressing. And wham, (laughs) and wham. Aaron has the emo Christmas playlist. Uh, Yeah, simple plan. Sarah McLaughlin. (laughs) Simple plan sings Christmas songs. Yeah, this is gonna be good. (laughs) Taking back Sunday. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. That's that's a pretty cool experience though for them to skate on the creek. I'm a little jealous. You and uh you and Riggs skated again. Yeah, we actually got back out on Saturday to go skate yeah. on the pond, the same pond that we did a week ago, but a little bit bigger turnout this time. Yeah, yeah. So it was a more coordinated effort. Um a lot of the got a lot of the attaboy players uh that were on the creek yesterday were at the pond on saturday plus um some of our friends on other beer league teams in frederick were there to the tune of about 30 people out on the pond uh (laughs) someone had gone on wednesday and resurfaced it a little bit uh and then i think just naturally the ice conditions got better over the week um and then they had done some work i guess that wednesday and that saturday morning before we got there lucky us uh shoveling <laughs> an absolutely huge area yeah um like think about a normal uh width of a rink probably yeah. one and a half to two times size that wide and then 
probably as long as goal line to goal line on a normal rink. It was a huge area. It was very large. Yeah. So uh, we were able to, there were enough uh, people willing to play shinny that we had like teams of between four and six, like four teams running around Robin just continuously for a couple hours and it was awesome and it was it was great the little the little guys you know there were a bunch of kids there which was great um the little guys had like their area and they were buzzing around somebody brought a net yeah like an actual net (laughs) hauled it out there yeah the the (laughs) the word is that it got left it's still up there uh, uh, supposedly on the shore um otherwise i think i think by the end of this week it might be at the bottom of that pond but hopefully it's not on um, the shore on the island right where we were hanging out which where we were which, hanging out on the island which was that the pond. coolest part is everybody was camped out it there's like a small island in the mid well not in the middle sort of off center uh in in the pond where everybody was camped out, which was really, really cool. It was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had a fire pit going and somebody brought a speaker and like, it was just, it was, uh, ODR heaven, as they say. Mm-hmm. It was great. Loads of fun. Riggs was telling us the one guy we play with, he, he skated on like there, Carol Crick and like a few others where he was just driving by. He's like, Oh, that looks good. And I'm like, you're just going anywhere. There's a body of water that looks frozen. You're the vagabond of winter. <laughs> like <laughs> some of those, some of those people uh, skated five days in a row between uh, Ponds Creek, uh, normal beer league OFBG games, like the the Attaboy dudes that um, that skated the creek in the morning and late they they started in the morning and went until like the sun started going down and then they were a couple of them are also in ofbg so they came to the regular ofbg game <laughs> sunday night and then we had a attaboy had a game uh tonight so that's a lot of hockey and that's a just lot. three days but then even some of those folks played a couple days prior to that so <laughs> um five days in a row harder than harder skating and schedule than a tournament for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you got you have to uh definitely push off a lot more oh it's a lot it's it's a lot harder especially like it's still like it was better ice on saturday right aaron but, much better yeah but it's oh, still a week ago it was it was brutal it was so soft like, it was yeah, yeah. and it was definitely better, but it's it still takes more effort to mm-hmm. get get yourself moving. Yeah, you you use muscles, you use different muscles skating on pond ice. Absolutely, yeah. Because especially yeah, especially you, you're, around you're here, stabilizing right? yourself way more because yes, it's not flat. I mean, it's just how it is. I I had a pretty awesome saucer pass that wasn't a saucer pass until about two thirds of the way through the pass. But, <laughs> you know, Paka hit a ridge and just bounce and fly. It hit but, the right bump. <laughs> hit the right bump. <laughs> but we've been lucky this year. You know, I think we mentioned it last week that it's probably been three or four years since we've had this much ice in the area. That's been safe you know, for people to be on and actually play hockey on. So it's, 
it's been awesome. Yeah. Hopefully we uh hopefully get opportunities like this more often, honestly. Because yeah. it's it's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. I I could do that every day. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know, finish Absolutely. up with finish up with work, run out to the local pond for an hour or so. Like Yep. And then spend the weekends, you know, as long as uh kids hockey isn't in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is tough, but yeah. Well what happened uh what happened at OFBG last night? I'm told that there was a, a, a bit of a a cloud burst of scoring in one oh game. My. <laughs> <laughs> Goaltenders duel. <laughs> what was what was the score? Uh, what was the final, Daniel? Eleven uh, seven. Oh. <laughs> eighteen goals in forty five minutes. Maybe yeah, uh, maybe twelve. Was it twelve? No, it was, it was 12, eleven. Seven? Easy. Okay. At least, yeah, minimum. <laughs> <laughs> minimum. Yeah. No, it was kind of like first period, I think, was like somewhat tame. Yeah. <laughs> After that, like somehow, I think, I don't know if it was a combination, just people started shooting more or the goalies started missing more pucks. I can't tell, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. which side of the equation you want to be on. We had five hat tricks. Five hat yeah, tricks. In the five game. separate people had hat tricks. Yeah. <laughs> That's John, tough. John, like- John and I were two of those. Oh, mm-hmm. look at you guys, mm-hmm. big shooters. Mm-hmm. Doling it out, you know. <laughs> well, well, the other thing, too, like, I was just kind of ragging everybody, too, just being my normal self, but funny about it. So one uh, one guy is kind of funny. I wore the, uh, everyone knows, the, like, uh, the Montreal Canadiens barber pole jerseys from a few years ago. So I wore those socks. And it was off one of the face-offs after Daniel, he got one, he got his first one, and I just I yelled at him like, "Nice job, loser! Keep the puck!" You know, <laughs> just messing with him. Something, and then later, someone started yelling, "Nice socks, moron!" And I was like, "Why don't you take another slap shot at our goaltender's chest?" You know, like, just kept doing that all night, pretty much, just yelling at people. It's funny. Yeah, Johnny's mouth was in full effect last night. I I scored, and then Danny I scored, and then Danny just came by. He's like, "You gonna keep that puck?" Like, like he did, he did the same thing. It, was, it was funny. So, but ever, everyone was kind of, you know, good spirited. And we actually, I think we each had like a shorter than normal bench to some extent too, which is good. Lots of ice time for the shooters. So. Uh, co- contrary to the, the score, the game was actually a really good game. It was, it was, it was back yeah. and forth. No one was, I mean, we even kind of said jokingly on the bench, like, guys, I have an odd feeling we're going to have to score a few more to beat these guys. Like, <laughs> it was just, it was kind of that game. Cause like every time someone would turn the puck over or, you know, connect on a pass, it was a two on one or a three on two or, yeah. you know, a partial breakaway. So it, a lot it was of odd fun. Breaks. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Sometimes, you know, you, it's not every game. Some games are low scoring, but sometimes you get there and you're, you're playing a few shifts and you're, you're thinking to yourself, we're going to have to score 10 to win this game, guys. <laughs> well, it was, Sometimes it's like that. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that Danny and I had a game in the other league we play in on Saturday at 1030. And both of us even kind of said after the game, like, I don't feel right with this 1030 start time. Like, I, I feel like my body's ready to bed. Like, my my brain half like, works yeah. at that point. Yeah, it just didn't. I felt like shit. 
it, it didn't work. We we both made a lot of plays in that game where we're like, I'd really like that back or, you know, up two hours in time and doesn't happen. And then on Sunday night, everything we probably would have normally done worked. Yeah. So it was kind of funny how, <laughs> how just two hours makes a big difference. So. Yeah, those 1030 start times, man, they're brutal. Yeah, yeah that basically means you're not getting off the ice until midnight. And then you got a shower, so you're you're not even leaving the rink until midnight thirty. And then well, <laughs> depending on where you are, you're not gonna get home until one in the morning or whatever. Well, it's, it's, I, yeah, I do like no how thing. you say, Aaron, you got a shower. Yeah, you do have to shower. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. If it's an option, then you do it. Yeah. Exactly. We've covered this. We've covered yeah. this. It's not an option. <laughs> some some think it's just a suggestion. You know, like Oh, you can have ketchup with your French fries. Like, <laughs> you know. You can put cheese and gravy on them. You can. <laughs> you can. It's true. Not everybody <laughs> likes it. It's a suggestion. Uh, That's a suggestion. Uh, okay. Easy there. Ooh, I think the point was made. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Stu just scored a nice overtime goal. Too bad he can't play for Germany in the Olympics. Oh, yeah, and Reitzel, Andrew yeah. Bauer, yeah, and I mean, all of the great players that are playing in the league. <laughs> it's it's a it's ridiculous. It stinks. Yeah, right yeah. The tournaments kind of be kind of a I don't know what. I hate to say it. I'm I'm not really that excited about it. Nope. At this point, I, I mean I'm. I'm semi excited to see some of the players that are going to get to play because it's cool to see them. But I, it's, yes, I don't know. I don't care about who wins the medals. I, I want to. I'd like to see some of the players play, but I don't really care who wins at this point. I'm I'm really excited for uh, the Team USA men's roster just because they went young and a lot of the college hockey kids that were going to be at the world juniors until it went to shit with COVID are going to be on that squad. And I think that's exciting. However, comma, because, (laughs) because the Olympics are being played in Beijing, the game times are like (laughs) 1130 at night, eight, 10 in the morning, three something in the morning. Like, almost exactly 12 hours difference yeah right so oh. right now i don't mind the eight o'clock start times though 8 a.m that's kind of like if you if you're a fan of golf you get the european tour like coffee golf as they call it yeah you get your coffee hockey in you know in the morning it's nice and yeah if you have but, the option now for ratings i don't think that's going to do very well ratings i don't think so yeah. i mean but i'm not Unless it's a metal game, and and this is such an American thing to say, unless it's a metal game, and USA is playing, I'm not gonna watch. Nope. At those times, not gonna watch. Yeah. I'm sorry. Even though yeah, I who am, who would very, watch? You're right. Even Ooh, though, I, oh my god. Even though I am very <laughs> excited for that roster, I just, I'm not. You know. I'm not going to have the game on at eight o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 
All right, I'm not going to start watching a game at 11:30 at night. I mean, I I get that they're at, you know, that's the venue, right? They're in Beijing and the way we do time is the way we do time and I, you know, whatever. <laughs> right? There's only 24 hours in a day. But where are your primary audiences? Cuz really, you know, what is the event? It's they're they're trying to make money. Of course. Right? So where is the event? Where is your primary audience? Right. And so for that tournament, it's not it's not East Asia. It's gonna be North America, Europe. So if there's some happy medium in scheduling games for that audience. You know, maybe that's what you do. And again, that's a very like that's a very North American perspective on it, right? And it's it's somewhat selfish, I think, but I don't well, know. That's just, North American for you. <laughs> right. Well, and, right. <laughs> and but I just I just think, you know, if you're if you're part of the if you're part of the double IHF and the Olympic Committee, you know, you you think about your business and how do you maximize your audience yeah i mean the it's no secret the majority of hockey consumers and thus the money is in north america that's this is where the game really is is played most often like it's all over europe there's big leagues in europe absolutely not to downplay that at all but in terms of the sheer number of people who consume hockey it's North America, like hands down. It's Canada and the United States. So you'd think that that would be at least a consideration. Maybe it is a consideration. This is just the they, best. They decided yeah. not to do it, but <laughs> or this is the best thing you do, right? Right. Like, or the best thing. I mean, you do also have to think of the athletes. They're over there, and you can't really expect them to sleep from eight in the morning until yeah, yeah. Like you, you can't really expect that. They've been there for a week or so, and they're they're acclimating to the local time and all that so that has to come into play as well but yeah yeah i get that i get that for sure and also too it's not also a uh like for the double ihf world junior championships and world championships they try to make a good chunk of those games like as close to prime time or you know within a decent uh you know viewing window for a tv consumer uh you know however you choose to listen to the game. Some people still do radio Olympics as much as we're standing here going, man, this isn't fair. The game times and everything. <laughs> Hockey is such a small portion. And I guarantee in the grand yeah. scheme of the winter Olympics, it makes a fraction of the money compared to, you know, some of the other stuff like curling mm-hmm. internationally is huge. Uh, I was just yeah. about to say like in, was... in the United States, we kind of go, huh? Who? Like, who uh, well, guys? Some of us it's do. getting bigger. It's getting bigger. So let's follow it. <laughs> the average American doesn't even know what the game is. Team USA is a new skip this year. We're going to be fine. Some of the, oh, he actually, he eventually a got guy. a gold medal. I know. He's a good guy. We, <laughs> we bagged on him for two straight Olympics. Schuster yeah. eventually, they figured it out and they, figured it out. they won. And I've, I've seen the door to his, the private, Duluth 
uh, curling club because it's right by the convention center where I went to the nice. USA hockey thing. So, uh, I, yeah, we, could, we tried to open the door, it wouldn't open, but yeah, uh, but Canada's huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Scandinavian countries, it's massive in Europe, yeah, and the Asian countries love it too. I mean, it's yes. just mat, it's booming everywhere, yeah. yeah. And in the United States, it catches on obviously in a lot of the northern parts. Um, you you just made me yeah. make you just maybe make a note to go see what the curling schedules were. Yeah, see, <laughs> I spent all You're this welcome. time trying to find the stupid hockey schedules <laughs> today and was disappointed. So now <laughs> I gotta go find curling tomorrow. Yeah, tell you what, a fun rec league to get into. Oh my god, it probably dude. would. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Just slamming beers, playing fucking curling, <laughs> yes. sliding stones. some rocks, yeah. sliding yeah. stones. Yeah, that yes. would be fun. I'll tell you the other winter game that it's not an Olympic game, but it's a game that I would love to play is bandy. And honestly, the thought crossed my mind when we were out at the pond, and it was so big. The area was so big, and we had like thirty guys ready to play. It's like let's just all play at once and play bandy. Like. <laughs> 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 it looks like it's so much fun. It's hockey in, on a soccer field, basically. Like it's, it looks so much fun. Yeah, but, but they use like yeah. a they use a ball. They use a ball, they? yeah. And then the and the nets, nets are like a soccer the, net. The nets are yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 got to be done outdoors. I mean, you can't have they don't have yeah. rinks that big, so it's basically only in climates that can support an area that big. But yeah, the few videos I've seen of it, it's wild. Yeah, I I got myself onto Bandy TikTok, so I get Bandy videos on my TikTok. <laughs> these, there's a couple of guys who are nuts, dude. They, I mean, imagine like imagine Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby or whatever, and they go through two or three guys, and then they go through two or three more, and then they go through three or four more, yeah. and then they score a goal. Like it's yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> Aaron is America's number one bandy influencer on TikTok. <laughs> I'm all about bandy as uh, popularity. Yep. Off ice bandy training videos. <laughs> yeah. As tearaway pants. That's awesome. <laughs> one, the one thing I do kind of like Team USA went really smart with a coaching staff for the hockey team this year the men's every single player that is playing for team usa had a ncaa career as well yep they're every they either, single one of them they either played college hockey or they're playing college hockey right now correct which i was watching so i was watching wisconsin and michigan this weekend and uh maddie Beneers, uh it was like a weird uh play and he went down and then you know they stopped play for a little bit and they Michigan was in Wisconsin for the weekend and the place was dead silent. Everybody <laughs> knew. Everybody knew. It's like, oh my God, he's like one of the best players that's gonna be on Team USA. <laughs> so it even in Wisconsin, it was just like dead silent. And it wasn't even anything bad. He just something stunned him and he was just down for a little bit. And he got up and played the rest of the game. And that was, I think, if I remember correctly. They were Michigan wasn't playing that well. Wisconsin was actually up one or two goals. Uh, and then Michigan just rattled off like three or four goals, and I turned the game off. I was like, this game's over. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is kind of cool to see like Team Canada and Team USA. There are names that the older players on the team, like they're, they're recognizable names. Like if you're like, you know, Rafoski's in it, Ben Street, um, you know, Jason Demers, Daniel Winnick for Team Canada. You yeah. get some guys on Team USA too. But uh, I'll say this Team Canada, I have their goaltending. I don't see them. I mean, Levi's decent, but outside of that, like if he if he doesn't think about the Olympics, it's a short tournament. So you don't have a lot of time to get your bearings. So you have one bad game. You got to turn around very quickly. And that either means like your goaltender gets his stuff together or you go nuclear and you put another goalie in. I think Canada don't see that happening. I, I'm glad to see Josh Hosang from uh, the Toronto Marlies. I, I really hope he has a good showing at the Olympics and can potentially get an NHL contract. I he's, thought that guy was going to be an NHLer four or five years ago. A lot of people did. He's had a lot of like, it's not skill. I think there's a lot of mental issues he's had. And oh, is I he the he, one who, who like didn't some stuff? Didn't try and practice he, it? Like, no, nah, he, he showed up late two times yeah, in a row at an Islanders okay, training yeah. camp. And I, I don't, I don't know. Yes, he deserves a second chance because other NHLers are getting second chances, even though we don't agree with all of them. Um, <laughs> Vander Kane. Vander Kane. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if he if he if he has a good tournament, like maybe he gets, you know, in a in a much better spot. Like the Toronto Mar- Marlies, in terms of an AHL team to get exposure, that's a good organization. And a lot of people are saying, like, oh, maybe he gets a Leaf contract. But frankly, like, I don't see that happening. Where does he fit on the Leafs? Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. He doesn't. Yeah. And then Eric Stahl is also playing, which is kind of cool because. We'll probably get an NHL contract afterwards. I would imagine, unless he just has a total collapse at the Olympics. I, uh, so Canada's up there, right? That roster's up there. Yeah, on the on the men's side. Um, but they, yeah, they went with like age and experience. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. That's why I feel like I kind of feel good about USA. And part of it's just because I like a lot of those kids because I watch them. I don't know. They, I, I just feel like, you know, you said like the short format, right? And you kind of got to get things going. What's better than just being fast and talented yeah. in a short format? Just be the fastest team. Just also, you know, skate all over their just, nuts. Right. Also, just, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just and also too, like, go all out. Yeah. I was, I was kind of thinking about it. like David Quinn, he got dismissed from the Rangers and like, I don't 100% think he felt that was like a fair shake. He's never really said anything about it. And it, you know, it's his personal business, but let's say he goes to the Olympics and shocks the world. Like there, there's going to be an NHL teams calling for him. Absolutely. And he deserves a second look. He was a great NCAA coach. Yes. And if you look at that Rangers team, the year they're having, like he laid some of that foundation. Yes, Gallant, I think, is a better coach overall. I'm not arguing that. But David Quinton did a lot of the groundwork for a lot of those guys. So there's there's something to be said there. And also Claude Julian, he got injured. That's how he ran. He got injured. He got like injured. He stubbed his toe or something. So <laughs> he got- 
uh, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy <laughs> Colleton he closed his hand in the car door or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and now he can't. And now he can't go to the Olympics. And he coach. can't go to the Olympics. So it was. It was his hand. It was the, his writing hand. So he can't write stuff on the whiteboard, you know, plays <laughs> and practice plan and stuff yeah. like that. What? I so, didn't hear about that. You got to be kidding me. The coach, he Paul got Julian, got hurt, he so got he can't hurt. go to the Olympics. He can't go, so he can't yeah, go to the Olympics. So now Jeremy oh Colleton is going, which I mean, he's he should have stuck. Him. He should have stuck around him. with the Hawks. I mean, really, but I think they anyway. they changed a lot of stuff there just to kind of because they were. Grasping to change stuff, they're forward. grasping Move. and desperate yeah. not to be in a rebuild, even Correct. though they're in a rebuild. They're in a rebuild. They're in a very big <laughs> rebuild. But and actually, we'll I'll touch on the women's really quick. We we did that a little while ago. Like this is the end of an era, I think, for Team Canada and Team USA women's. They have a lot of women that are aging out. This will probably be their last Olympics. The next one is in Italy, and then the uh, twenty thirty is in Salt Lake City. So I don't think we see a lot of those women that we've kind of, you know, they really, you know, Cami Granado and those group of women, they kind of took women's hockey to the forefront. And then I think Hillary Knight, Kendall Coyne, Schofield, Amanda the, Kessel, the they best, kind Kessel. Of best Kessel in, in the United <laughs> States, at least they've kind of moved it forward. And then you have this younger group like Steckline and Abby rock. They're kind of, you know, right behind them. So I, we're the defending gold. Winners, so come and get it, Canada. You ain't getting well, it. Canada is on the rise, though. They very they, much so. They, they have rec- a lot of young guns. They recently won the worlds, right? Yes. So now they're sort of on top. However, like you said, they they did they got older, so now they're getting younger, and there mm-hmm. are there are some questions, right, about about how that's going to work for them. It it's still going to be those two teams. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. It's it's those two teams, teams like, you know, the Russian team. They have talent, but they don't have depth. Like those two yeah. teams, the Swiss have talent, but they don't have depth, right? So, it's it's definite, and the Finns too. But yeah. it's definitely USA and Canada, and you know, uh, the cool thing is. Um, they're not running and I, I don't really remember cause this happens every four years, but you know, the Olympics, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you know, that's <laughs> so, so, um, the, the women's and men's tournaments are not running, uh, simultaneously. So the women start this week on Thursday, um, which is kind of cool. So, um, they'll get going here. Uh, teams it looks like basically play every other day um with a couple back-to-backs thrown in the preliminaries um and uh i think uh usa plays russia on saturday morning there's a couple local events going on i know um dmv women's hockey which uh the chesapeake bay lightning are are big parts of um and we've had you know some of their players on before um, they're having an event at, at, uh, at the Laurel rink, which is kind of cool watch party. And then they have like a, uh, skills clinic, um, learn hockey type thing after that, um, which is really cool. So 
kind of it, it's going to be fun, right? You'll you'll get meaningful hockey through the stupid NHL All Star break <laughs> um, <laughs> this weekend, um, which is it's good. Uh, game times are less than ideal, as we've already talked about, but yeah, the women's tournament will be on, and that'll kind of kind of wrap up, and then the men will get start started, and that'll be interesting. Another thing too for the uh the the gamers that are listening. EA mm. just updated uh, yeah. NHL 22 yep. and added 10 of the women's international uh uh squads to the game so you can play yep. the women's Olympic teams in EA or in NHL 22. It's awesome. That's that's really cool. It's the first time in like I don't know 10 years Ever. I think that they've done uh, the women's squad. I think they did them in in one of the one of the games like ten years ago. But uh, okay. uh, yeah, this, this is the first time that they've ever or that they've really done like create a player who's female. Like you, I think you could do a female player in the past couple of years, but now they like you can actually customize them the same way you can uh, like a, a cool. male created player. It's it's cool. It's definitely good. It's great. Well, and I know too for the women, they still have the world championship scheduled for like April. So, like oh, all within my. a span of like <laughs> eight months, they have the two biggest events. So they have the world championships twice, and so, then a gold medal. So, like, there's a lot of bragging rights on the line. The oh, yeah. worlds then might actually be the tournament to watch. Because depending on the results, it's going to be the grudge match, yeah. right? That's yeah. that's that's the war, right? That's like, going to be like I'm coming for you. Yeah, yeah. That's and you know if you haven't watched the women's game, it is many many times more physical than the men's game. It is it's absolutely in a, a different question. in a different not way. We're not question. talking about big body, big body hits, but there's a lot of body contact. The women's Just game does constant. Constant. And a lot of people don't realize it. It's right. it's cool to see. And actually, I I've said this before on here, and I've openly said it. Like, if you look top to bottom on the roster, a women's Olympic roster is normally. I think Team USA. If we had our NHL squad going, I think this would be the case where actually the men I think would you know skill wise and how they line up are more talented. But nine times out of ten, the women's Olympic roster. If you look at all the players and how they level up against everybody else, the skill level there is so much different. And it's actually higher levels of skill. So yes, you still have your top end talent like Natalie uh, Spooner and Mary Philippe Poulin. And then on Team USA you have Schofield and Kessel and Abby Rock and Hillary Knight. Those are elite, but then you have you know players that are right behind them. And it's not that far of a gap versus like, you know, you take a traditional Team USA where you got like Johnny Gaudreau, and then later on your lines, let's say you have, uh, you know, like a JT Miller, who's a very, very good NHL player, but, you know, Johnny yeah. Gaudreau, he's and Austin Matthews. Why that's a better example, yeah. probably. Yeah, you know, use Austin Matthews and JT big. Miller. Yeah, gap's yeah. yeah. big. The the skill is still very prevalent. So like, high. You, yeah. you take like you take still like Abby Rock, probably who's like on your second or third line, and then like a Hillary Knight, who like during some of the World Championships, she was kind of on the third line. Like, I mean that that's like a star studded third line you got there. Yeah. I always yeah. I always found that like 
the analogy was the men's rosters were built like NHL rosters and the women's rosters looked like college hockey rosters where it's, you know, it's four lines, it's three D pairs that you can basically use in almost every situation. You, you don't have to play matchup games so much. You don't, you know, you just kind of roll, roll your players and, you know, maybe there's certain things that you do with, with certain lines or certain individual players, but it's a lot like a college hockey roster where there's more, um, parity amongst your lines and D pairs. It's funny. You mentioned NCAA considering like 90% of team USA and, uh, team Canada, they all played in the same women's programs. Right. Like every, like I guarantee you could go down both rosters and go like, oh, these two are teammates this year. These two were teammates over here. These three or four, mm-hmm. all in a span of five years, all graduated from like Wisconsin or something. You know, like they, I, it, it's crazy to see, especially in the women's game. It's not the way in the men's game, but like, yeah. it, I think that's also why it's a little more feisty, honestly, because your your yeah. teammates, your friends, but it's also like, no, nah, screw you. That's my gold medal. Like, what, yeah. what's your <laughs> problem? Like, get out of here. Like in college, I had to carry you because you got buckled at the party. Like, screw you, you know? Like, like, stuff like that. I'm not saying the NCAA athletes were drinking illegally. I'm just saying in general. They would never. They, they would, would never. never. No one was icing anybody back then. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that for one second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we want to take a second to also mention that I want to say thank you to listen Frederick for uh for giving us a chance to do a radio promo uh this this past week and they're going to put our spot on a couple of the radio stations in the local area here in Frederick so uh we're pretty excited about that uh we weren't excited about what we were saying <laughs> because we had to fit fit everything into 30 seconds and you know it's, we, you can't be can't be off the cuff in 30 seconds and so we had yeah. to we had to write something and i mean yeah. it was have enough liquid courage we, yeah we didn't have enough <laughs> liquid courage <laughs> i tried to remedy that yes you did you, you shot did. me I down i will give you credit for that you guys well, shot me okay. down we did find out Look. after the fact that it would have been okay but we, we didn't know at the time we so. didn't know <laughs> we were we were going to a place of business a place okay. of business like yeah. radio is not like what you see on like old tv and movies where it's know, not american graffiti wolfman right. jack it's is not, not just right. sitting around Right. It's not like that. It's, like, it's a business. It's a place of business. So we didn't want to like bring a bunch of beers in there and, you know, do our shtick. So yeah. I tried to write some stuff <laughs> and that's not how we operate. Everybody that listens knows that that's not how we operate. And half some, the time we don't even know what we're going to talk about. Until. Right. <laughs> like sometimes we have, we have some ideas that, okay, we, we definitely want to, talk about this later but we don't have specific points that we're trying to get to or whatever it just flows it's all just flow and off the cuff because that's what happens when you're having beers in the lot but uh it was super awkward (laughs) as expected (laughs) very much so but i think it came off well and if you check out 
if you check out our social media, you can see we posted it today. And if you're local and you're listening to it's on Key, Key 103. One, it's on Key 103 and then one of the country stations. 92 Max, I think. Something. 92 or Max 93. 92. Something like that. So I'm not a country guy. And I'll, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak for the other three. Neither of us are. <laughs> and, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. Zero wrong with that. Our, our, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Our our relationship or partnership with Listen Frederick um, has been great. This is just another example of that, and you know we're happy to be part of the network for sure. So, yeah, and big absolutely. thanks to Christina for cleaning up all of our, you know, yeah. <laughs> all of our noises and <laughs> and gaps and putting up with us for. <laughs> for half an hour whatever some it took yeah. we hadn't even gone to eat yet some of us had indigestion it didn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> all right there you have it that is episode 77 of beers and a lot thank you everybody for listening and another thank you to listen frederick and christina for having us in and doing our promo for us that was a cool experience and we really appreciate everything listen frederick has done for us and you, if you've made it this far, you are probably a fan of our show. And it's not just because we are releasing this show on Groundhog's Day that you are hearing probably something very familiar, which is that we want you to join our Discord. Come talk to us. Go to beersandalot.com slash Discord. Jump in and join our conversation. But if you do or if you don't, we still appreciate your listen. Thank you so much. That's it for this week. We'll catch you next time around. See you next Wednesday. Thank you.